Hello, hello, hello. My name is Courtney Turner, and you are listening to Bluegrass Community Foundation's Do Good Radio Hour. Now, I know we talked about this last week, but we're going to mention it again because it fits so well with today's episode. BGCF 365 is having their annual grant-making event this Thursday, April 20th at 5.30 p.m. in Base 249. Now, we've had some questions about what the event is going to look like, and I'm so excited to share that it is going to be a blast because we are literally giving out, like with our hands, we're going to give out $25,000 in grants to three organizations in Fayette County. It's going to be like a first place, second place, third place situation where third prize gets $2,500, second place gets $7,500, and first place gets $15,000. $15,000. That is massive. We are going to be hearing from those three organizations during the meeting, and it's going to be a live vote for who wins which prize. So if you want to be part of the fun and see the excitement, join us this Thursday, base 249 at 530 p.m. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. You can learn more about BGCF 365 at bgcf.org slash bgcf365. Today's guest, in my opinion is truly changing the world. The programs that she has introduced to several schools in our community are programs that I would have massively benefited from in school. And if you know anything about this program, I'm sure that you would agree. She is the executive director of Be Well. And if you have a student in Lexington in your circle, they might be living in your house. They might be living in your friend's house, your sibling's house. They could be in your kid's house. If, if you know a child who goes to school in Lexington, you do not want to miss this episode. Here is Sarah Hanrahan. Go you. And it is hot outside. It's hot. And I am sweating in this. And I was definitely here 10 minutes ago, but I ran into two people on the way in. I was like, I gotta go. But you do here. I mean, this place is so busy all the time. (sighs) Yeah, that's great though. My um my like 
best friend owns Nourished, folks. So she was in there, and I was like, hi, bye. <laughs> um, so I'd never eaten there until yeah. very recently. It was delicious. Yeah. The rice, She's the, the egg fried rice, mm-hmm. so good. She's amazing. Unbelievable. Now, <laughs> you do not have to wear these headphones if you don't want to. I'm going to wear them just so I can make sure that... Can I hear myself in them? Or you or? can. Yeah, you, you can hear both of us. Well, I want to match you. Yes, please. And then we usually say four fingers away from the mic. Isn't that? It feels very official. It does. I was listening. Oh, I don't like my voice. I do not like that. Okay, well, we're going to have to do it anyway. Because it does feel more um, professional. (laughs) And then your knob is broken, unfortunately, but it does just like the knob part is off. So that little metal thing, if you want to adjust the volume, you can do that. Wow. It's totally up to you. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's better if I turn it down. Oh, yeah. I feel like I sound like a 10-year-old when I talk. I have had such a journey with my voice. So I was raised in Harlan County, Kentucky, which very Eastern. Yeah. Like, deep Appalachian Mm -hmm. accent. And then I moved to Greensburg, Kentucky, which is very South Central. Mm -hmm. And they say their eyes very long. Mm -hmm. And that was a struggle for me. So I did speech therapy and was trying to to get it out of me. Then I moved to New York Mm -hmm. and they said that I sounded like a hick anyway. And I was like, well, I I think you have a very neutral accent. Thanks. So, well, I think it's because I've tried so many different things. This is just kind of like where we've landed, which Mm -hmm. I'll take. It's not as bad. No, I don't think it's bad at all. Thanks. It's it's neutral. And I think Eastern Kentucky accents are endearing. Now that I don't have the Eastern Kentucky accent, I want it so bad. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think it's beautiful. I know. I need to spend more. Anytime I talk to any of my aunts on the phone, Mm -hmm. it immediately comes back. Mm -hmm. Like the second I pick up the phone. He's got to hear it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So where are you originally from? Because you're not from Lexington. uh, No, not originally. I grew up in North Texas. Okay. So, but my family on my dad's side is from here. Gotcha. So, and I have an older sister that went to UK, but um, after, like, I went to Transy. Mm -hmm. So I graduated in Texas, and then I came up here to go to college, and then um, moved around, got married, came back, and we've been here for 11 years. Okay. So, yeah. So was it Transy that brought you here originally? Um, Well, really, I, I... have always been close with my older sister Mm -hmm. and she was here and I graduated and was like well I guess I want to go up there to be close to you but I'm gonna go to this school that everyone wants me to go to and I was like whatever and it and I was 18 years old so yeah just a little bit of separation I had (laughs) a great I had a great experience there and um I'm still very close with a lot of friends that I went to college with Mm -hmm. so it's nice that slowly everybody starts moving back you know, to right. Lexington yep. to have kids and buy yep. a house, you know, because mm-hmm. they've lived in the big cities. And yes. so we are all like slowly trickling back to Lexington, so which fun. feels really, really nice. Now, we're definitely going to get into the Be Well program, mm-hmm. but what is your educational background looking like? Because sure. are you considered a 
teach I mean you're an educator is it a teacher what does yeah. that how did you fall yeah. into this position totally. yeah so I'll kind of tell you my my story on how I became yes. like, program director so um my bachelor's is in anthropology mm-hmm. not education um and I you know took a year off after college and thought about what I wanted to do thought I wanted to go to law school started that and didn't finish it. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? I think that I really want to work with kids. Um, I'd always been a babysitter, you mm-hmm. know, and I had nephews. Um, so went into education, elementary education, got my master's um, and certification, and then uh, moved back to Lexington. Mm-hmm. And started subbing and then got a teaching job at Mary Todd, gotcha. actually. So I student taught at Mary Todd Elementary and then um, taught there for six years. Mm-hmm. And on the sixth year, well, pandemic hit. And um. then and then um, we were teaching virtually. And I, you know, had always incorporated yoga principles into Mm -hmm. my classroom management style like um you know which is not uncommon now I think a lot of teachers do that because they see the need and um I liked to focus on things like breathing and taking breaks and just trying to create a calmer atmosphere in my classroom Mm -hmm. um and would do you know like after school yoga for teachers and things like that oh cool um but yeah so while we were teaching virtually I was basically freaking out, just like everyone else. Right. And uh, but really, really scared for my students mm. um, because I just went from seeing them every day to to never to not seeing them for months. Right. And because their focus was not on getting onto of a course. computer yeah. to learn mm-hmm. <laughs> and. You know, I don't think a lot of learning was really happening anyway mm-hmm. because everyone was in a collective trauma, um, co- you know, combined with the trauma that w- was already of existing course, yes. in their life. So um, anyway, I started to research um, school-wide mindfulness programs because I knew that there were a lot out there. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I really knew my school and I knew that I could lead a program um, and my administrators trusted me and I always was talking to them about like, okay, how can we add in more, you know, um, holistic behavioral approaches Mm -hmm. and um, how can we focus on the mental health of our students as a school? Mm -hmm. Um, And so... I used that time at home to really dig in and, and find a program that I thought fit Mary Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came across Be Well. And it was a small nonprofit, a new nonprofit based in Nashville. And I just emailed them like through easy, the website. <laughs> I was like, can you tell me more? Right. Um, and then fast forward. Um, we made it happen uh, through the district mental health uh, department, student support department. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked with my administrators to kind of create a program, a first, you know, a first year program at Mary Todd um, with Be Well. 
and we kind of had to get creative because money is not of course <laughs> just laying around for right. these things especially in education right hello exactly and for new things right that haven't been you know <laughs> tried and tested yet yes so um yeah we made it work for the first year that was last school year okay so um i was the be well teacher the first be well teacher in lexington last year Um, and kind of built out my program through Mary Todd. Um, A lot of learning happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, at the end of the year, I, I, you know, was working really closely with the district student support um, associate director, Rainey Minikin. And she really helped me to get the word out mm. um, in the district, and we wanted to grow the program, and everyone who learned about it was like, we want that. It's so cool. I want that at my school. Yes. I wish I'd had that when I was in school. 100%. Yeah, and that, to me, speaks volumes about, like, <laughs> people in Lexington, they're, they're aware of, of the problem, right. and this is a really healthy way to approach student mental health yes um so and and it includes the entire school it's not just a few students Mm -hmm. it's not just the bad kids it's not just the good kids not just the rich kids um it's everyone so um then rainy um she convinced the grants department of fate county public schools to let us expand to five schools. Mm. So this year we are in uh, five elementary schools. Okay. Um, we, so including Mary Todd. Mary Todd is. Okay, yeah. so four yeah. extra. Four gotcha. extra. Yeah, exactly. So um, do you want me to list all five of them? Oh, let's hear them. Okay, yeah. sure. Why not? Um, so Mary Todd Elementary, Ashland Elementary, Northern Elementary, uh, Rosa Parks and Rise STEM Academy for Girls. Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Now, tell me what Be Well is because you're talking a lot about holistic approaches and yoga and mindfulness and breathing. How is that all encompassed in a Be Well classroom? Sure. So, um, Be Well is a proactive approach to behavior management. Um, and we teach on a tier one level, which is like school wide. Um, mindfulness, breathing, and movement Mm. as a way to regulate your emotions. Um, Because, you know, our children in school, like, they aren't walking through the doors knowing how to regulate their emotions, um, especially if they're children of trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it is trauma-informed instruction. Uh, We teach, like I said, whole group classes to the entire school um, by their choosing. We don't you know, we don't function like a special area class. Gotcha. Um, we don't force anyone to come into the Be Well room or learn the strategies mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's all teacher choice and student choice. Gotcha. <clears throat> so out, outside of the whole group classroom, the Be Well room is always open for students to refer themselves if they need time to de-escalate or just take a break, mm-hmm. um, like a short break, 10 to 15 minutes. Um, also, teachers can refer their students, um, never force them to go. Oh, sure. They can't say, like, you are being bad. You have to go to the BWL room. It's uh-huh. more of, like, I'm noticing that you might be feeling this way. Would you like to go to the BWL room? Mm-hmm. And they choose 
if they want to go, and then they return to the classroom whenever they're ready to learn. God, so I was under the assumption, and I'm now learning that was wrong, the assumption that, you know, when a kid misbehaves in class, they go to the principal's office. My assumption was that Be Well was eliminating the principal's office, and that's not necessarily what's happening. Well... It is. It is. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. Great. <laughs> you, you are not wrong at all. Um, and all of our principals could attest to this, that they deal with less behavior mm-hmm. um, incidents now. Um, and the, d- the data is there already, even in our first year, second year at Mary Todd. But um, it takes away the need for mm-hmm. what Fayette County calls a safe room. I don't know if you... I don't know what that is. Yeah. So... Basically, it's it's in school detention, like during the day. Gotcha. So if someone is showing some extreme behaviors, disrupting the class, mm-hmm. you know, can't come down. They in some schools, not all schools now, because a lot of Fayette County schools have gotten rid of safe rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they would go to the safe room and sit at a desk, and their teacher would send them, you know, um, work to do while they're there. Right. And they have to be silent, and that's it. And they probably get a talking to by either a behavior coach or a principal or administrator, someone. But it's a closed, cold, prison-like room. Right. And so be well. So so a safe room is like the uh, reactive approach to discipline, Mm -hmm. right? Like you did something bad. You go here. It's a consequence. Until you can come back and be good. So be well as a whole school approach is teaching self-awareness, compassion uh, for yourself and for others. Um, those are like some of the core values that we that we talk about all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, and gratitude, um, integrity, all of those things. But we're teaching kids how to feel their feelings mm-hmm. and we're putting words to that. And we're also doing a lot of breathing. Yes. <laughs> a lot. And, you know, the science is there now, and I'm fortunate to know more about it since becoming a BWell um, mm-hmm. coach and program director. But um, breathing is at the core of BWell, and that's what we want to do every time we see our kids in schools, and we want them to feel comfortable mm-hmm. to breathe slower and more mindfully and uh, to change their mood, but also to change their well-being overall right um mental and physical because it's free yes (laughs) and really it just takes practice and intention and Mm -hmm. that is what we're trying to bring to every student in our schools Mm. yeah when I was in elementary school I lost a parent and they did something some I'm going to use that term very lightly. They Mm -hmm. did something similar where I had a little magnet on my desk and Mm -hmm. I could be like, I'm going to go somewhere. Right. And then I went to another room and it was just full of like action, just stay busy, kind of like a distracting mechanism Mm -hmm. more than a let's deal with the problem and regulate those emotions and understand what those emotions are. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine what you all are being able. That's so sad. It was so sad. Now that I think about it, I'm, I'm like, so that's why sorry. I'm a I'm busy so bee, you know, because that's yeah. how I learned how to regulate. Yeah. But look at your self-awareness I know. now. Yes. You know that. And that's therapy yeah. and that's on breathing. 
starting it early yes. is ideal. And yes. it's free. Yes. Crazy. Now, what ages do you, is it just in elementary schools right now? Right now, yes. So there are um, three schools in Nashville, all elementary schools, mm-hmm. and then five schools here, okay. all elementary. Now, the dream would be to be in every school at right. every level. Yes. And um, we have had interest from middle schools. And right. I think that that's wonderful because yes. if you know a middle schooler, you know. A lot of things <laughs> happening. You know mm-hmm. that that is, there's a need. Yes. Um, but it's kind of fun thinking about what it would look like in a middle school. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopeful that that will happen um, because everyone deserves to have access yes. to these strategies and to have access to a safe place within their school. Mm-hmm. Um But, yes, right now, just elementary. Now, if you look at your website, you all talk a lot about ACEs. Mm -hmm. Can you explain what an ACE is Mm -hmm. and how Be Well is kind of combating those? Yes. Um, So I encourage everyone, everyone that I know, everyone that I talk to, to take that ACE questionnaire. Mm. Um, It's 10 questions. It takes less than five minutes, and it gives you a lot of information. Um, even if you are not taking it um, from the perspective of your life, mm-hmm. um, take it pretending like it's somebody that you know, you know, someone in your family or your friends, and it gives you so much powerful information. Mm-hmm. Um, so ACEs, ACE stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. So um, this questionnaire <clears throat> asks about all of the different kinds of trauma you may have experienced before Mm. the age of 18. So, and then you get a score. And the, the, like, the scores tell so much about Mm. your life and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. This is scary. Like, if, if a person has five or more ACEs, Mm -hmm. their life expectancy is cut by 20 years. (gasps) 20. Shut up. I know, two zero. And I had a score of five. But, Girl, yeah. I'm gonna have a five. I know it. I know. I know. Just from the, like <laughs> what you've already told me. Yeah. I'm sure that you yes. you know, it's really important for everyone to know this. And so even if, you know, children have four or more, let me make sure I have my yeah. numbers right. If you have four or more ACEs, you are seven times more likely to suffer from alcoholism and 12 times more likely to attempt suicide. <clears throat> oh, yeah. my gosh. And it's it's everyone. You know, I don't know anyone who has taken it and said I have a zero. Right. You know, yeah. and, um, and it affects physical health, mm-hmm. mental health. Um, the kids that are in our schools, a lot of them I know have high ACE scores. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can tell by just looking at them or just talking to them for a few minutes. And a lot of times those are the kids who are having these explosive behaviors in school because they don't know how to regulate them. They feel a feeling and it just comes out because they're in that fight or flight mode. or freeze and they're quiet and they never speak and they never do anything and they ignore and they get in trouble for mm-hmm. it and it just is a cycle. Um, 
But also the kids with high ACEs can sometimes be really good at hiding it. Mm. And those are those kids that are at risk of suicide attempts. Right. And they are extremely anxious. And, um, you know, we are in a really, um, what people in Lexington might say, a really good school, you know. Sure. In in an affluent area. And it's our largest school. Mm -hmm. And a lot of kids there are anxious. And that's kind of a buzzword Right. right now. Um, not kind of, it, it is, <laughs> but for good reason, because mm-hmm. there is so much anxiety at such a young age, and those kids are not um, exempt from ACEs. Of course. And, um, yeah, so, and it, and it shows up, like, really explicitly sometimes, and, mm-hmm. and not at all, um, but having a Be Well teacher and a Be Well space um, gives the kids kind of the comfort and the power to start talking to someone, but Mm -hmm. also just saying things out loud that they can hear like, oh my gosh, that's making me feel this way because, I mean, even if they aren't great communicators, it allows them to be in a place that is calm and quiet and everything in there is geared at helping kids feel better Mm -hmm. in a really healthy way. Mm -hmm. So, um, does that answer your question? Yeah, aces. There's a I could there, I could go on. <laughs> now, with aces, yeah. I guess two questions that come from that. Do you know the ace scores of all of the students in the Be Well classroom? No, but that would be such great information. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. So, with you know, with any kind of program, especially with kids, um, you have to have. Parent, you know, parent consent right. to mm-hmm. give any kind of assessment like mm-hmm. that. And it is, you know, a, a research yes. tool yeah. um, that a lot of people know about. Um, but I always tell adults to do it because mm-hmm. they, you know, don't right. need consent. But for kids, it's a little bit different. Sure. Um, however, we do, you know, do surveys and we use assessments already in place, like academic assessment mm-hmm. to kind of monitor. And then um, obviously the the Be Well teacher works really closely with like each student support team in mm-hmm. the school, which is like the counselor, mental health specialist. So hopefully, you know, we hope that every school has a really good idea of their high flying kids sure. or the kids who really need it. But a lot of times kids can fall through the cracks, which is where the Be Well Room comes into play right. because it is offered to everyone. Mm-hmm. So even the quiet kids can come in and, you know, get used to talking about their mm-hmm. feelings and everything. But, no, I wish we could do Yes. I wish we could do that. I was about to say, because they have to change every so often. They're mm-hmm. they're not going to be stagnant numbers. Mm-hmm. So I was curious as to how quickly they have the ability to change, but that's yeah. wild. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know, Mm-mm. it's it's crazy how, how impactful childhood trauma yes. is. It's like, even though they're young, they carry that. They will carry it. Like, yes. the body keeps a score. If you haven't read that, you should read that. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. But um, trauma, it stays in you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't um, 
deal with it and talk about it and feel all of the things, then um, it can be really detrimental to absolutely to every part of your health. Now, do you have parents? First of all, did the kids have to have parental consent to go into the Be Well room, or is that just a you're at school? Your teacher said so. So that's a that's a good question. <laughs> go have fun. Yeah, that's a really good question, and. Um, I am pretty sure that there will be Mm. that, like, in our second year. Because, you know, we're learning and all of these processes, like, take time to kind of iron out. Um, However, we always um, inform the parents of what Be Well is. And we're very open to talking about it with any of the parents. And um, not surprisingly, most parents are very on board and very excited to have this as a resource for their kids. However, there are always some parents in each school that are a little, you know, worried about exactly what it is. And um, because there are certain connotations with, like, yoga. However, we're not teaching yoga. We're teaching (laughs) mindful movement. Yes. And that is not affiliated with any religion, um, anything like that. It is moving your body to feel better. Right. Um, but yes, so parents always, you know, they have the final word on mm-hmm. everything. And, of course. And we are always on our parents' side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but luckily we haven't run into any kind of big issues Amazing. like that. Like parents are like, we want more. What can yes, we do? Yes, please keep them in there. <laughs> can I come? Can I be? And yes. Like, yeah. And we do involve them too. We, like many of our schools, um, our Be Well teachers, are doing a lot of programming to involve like PTA and the parents and they are asking them to come in for a meditation on Wednesday mornings or a parent coffee and they can learn a strategy like we know that it takes a village to like change a culture um around breathing and um emotional regulation like the be well teacher cannot do it alone so we know that that is a huge part of our students' lives. And so we do a lot to really involve, like, Mm -hmm. community members and and parents. Now, I know that, at least in Nashville, there are – and you're kind of talking about it right now – there's a lot of programming that's outside of the classroom. Is there any plans for more community involvement in the future? Yeah. So um, right now, actually, we – Mary Todd, uh, the Mary Todd Be Well teacher, is – organizing community yoga that is free to anyone who goes to a BUL school, any um, family member associated, you know, even friends. Like, really, it's open to anyone. (laughs) Okay. Um, But we only have so much space. Uh, Yeah. Um, And it's really been going well. Um, And every school has a community night. Uh, Hmm. It's either a BUL night or a wellness night, you know, uh, connected to like a Title I night or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, and we've also offered a yoga class, uh, for kids, a series at Wildfire Yoga in the past, this school year. Um, but yes, there's absolutely plans to keep doing those things and like grow that reach too, because, um, what do we have? Like 32 elementary schools. Right. And that's a lot of kids that could have access to all of this Mm -hmm. and um it's going to take like community involvement to to get it out there so and what advice do you have for parents 
of students who don't attend a Be Well school and they know that they need these resources, but they're not necessarily sure where to start. What would you tell them? Yeah. Um, so luckily we have, there's a, there's a big world out there like on the internet mm-hmm. and TikTok and Instagram and everything um, that you can pick up little tips and things that might work for you um, in your household. But I, so I'm a mom of two kids and there's a lot that goes into parenting. <laughs> you also have a fresh baby, like a, a well. He's about to fresh. turn one. No. Yes, I know. Oh my gosh. I know that happened so fast. I know. <laughs> I I can't believe it either. Um, I'm like, what? You're one already. I got to plan your birthday. Um, but um, you know, what I always try and remember myself, you know, before I mm-hmm. go teach the parents how to parent, um, is to just be consistent about saying what my own feelings are mm. and also my like physical reaction to my emotions. Oh. And so I practice like telling my five year old, like, my like heart is beating really fast. I think I'm scared because that happened. You know, right. something like yeah. that. Um and she hears me. She may not really you know, process it in the moment, but I'm trying to set an example um, that it's good to talk about how you feel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, uh, it's kind of clicked for her now, but I've always tried to get her to do the breaths, you know, and you can find those Mm -hmm. all over. It's, we did not invent breathing. (laughs) Um, But some kids really like a certain breath yeah. and some kids think it's silly. So mm-hmm. it's like you got to get creative with it. And so my five-year-old Olive, her favorite breath right now is the birthday cake breath because she loves birthdays. Cute. And she loves her birthday. Yeah. Um, and you just like hold five fingers up and you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth and the candle goes down <gasps> and it, each finger is your candle. Love that. Um, she loves that. And... I remind her that it helps to um, fall asleep, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yes. And, yeah, I think it's just consistency and knowing that nothing is nothing is a magic wand. Yes. And nothing is going to fix an emotion, a big emotion, right then. But you use the language. You set the example of, I feel angry right mm-hmm. now i'm so hot like i need to breathe right now yeah. and just saying those things they hear it they think it's normal and then when they go to school they can use the same language right um yeah that i think that would be my biggest piece of advice just like sh- do it yourself and try a couple of breaths and if they you know, don't latch on to one. Try a different one. Try to sneak it in there. You know, connecting the breath to how you're feeling is is mm. huge. Now, we did talk a little bit about it takes a village and a community to make these things happen. What immediate needs are you facing right now that maybe our listeners can pitch in, be it financially, which everybody needs financial yes. help. Yes. But if there are projects that need manpower, what are some things that the community can do for you? Sure. Um. Like you said, we all need the money. Yes. <laughs> Just because it takes money to, you know, set these rooms up with quality materials. 
um, and to maintain those materials. Let me tell you, if you have an elementary school child and you give them something to use, Mm -hmm. it's not going to last an entire school year. Sure. Okay. And we have a school of 750 kids Mm -hmm. using the same set of yoga mats. And let me tell you, we have to replace them. Yeah. It's not (laughs) going well. You know, and it costs money to do those things. Um, But, you know, a great way to help is to donate. You can do that through the website. Um, And that money goes to training teachers um, with a really intensive, beautiful training Mm. that we do every summer, Um, materials, and also those community events, too. Um, We're also working on projects like Be Well Digital, Mm. which will be a wonderful resource that if a school chooses to implement Be Well Digital, their teachers will have these beautifully made videos um, that they can use as brain breaks and that oh, teach the love. strategies, use the same language that we're using in the Be Well room and in the whole school. Um, but those things require money yes. to do. So definitely financial need to sustain and to expand. Yeah. Um, there are so many educators and uh, specifically administrators who will reach out to me and say, how can I get this at my school? And they're really, really invested and they really, really want it to happen. But then we get down to what things cost and a lot of their budgets can't allow to hire a full-time person Mm -hmm. there. Um, And that to me is, is really sad because there is money out there yes. that's going to other things that are important, but we're in a mental health uh, crisis yes. right now. And if you know anything that's going on in the world, you especially know. Especially with these babies. Especially with these babies, specifically. Um, you know that mental health, it should be at the top of your list. Absolutely. At the top of everyone's yep. list. And protecting our children and teaching our children how to feel. Yes. A- anyway, <laughs> let me get off my soapbox <laughs> no, a little I bit. No, I love it. But, um, yeah, and sadly it's not being prioritized as much as I, you and I wish yes. that it was. Um, and so that means that schools have to decide to cut things. <laughs> um, but I think... As a community, Lexington, Lexington always, like, comes together really well, you know. Um, we're, organizations are really supportive yeah. of each other is what I mean um, because of our size. And, you know, you can't go somewhere in Lexington without seeing someone you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're very close in a lot of ways. So I think obviously donations, if that is possible for you, or just talking about it mm-hmm. with people and talking to your network of people who may have money to, to give to something yep. like this. Um, you know, when we do expand our community events, like I think that that will be a great place for Lexington businesses to jump in mm-hmm. um, for sponsorships or to host our community events, mm. um, all of that. Just... If you think about it, there's probably something that you could pitch in Absolutely. to help. Um, and all of our information is either on our website or our Facebook page or Instagram. Um, yeah, a million ways mm. to contribute. 
Now, let's talk about expansion just a little bit before we move yeah. into segment two. So we are doing a grow series here on the Do Good Radio Hour. One, what does that mean for you in Be Well? And secondly, where do you see this program being in five years? Oh, well, um, I would love, well, I don't think that it is super realistic to say we're going to be in every school in the next five years <laughs> in Lexington. Right. Because there's a lot of schools. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that this program runs in a school, it involves a lot of, like, what I do is of coaching mm-hmm. and, like, getting to know the school and how it works and what the students need Um, And every school is different. So I think that if we were just like, let's put it in every school, that it probably wouldn't survive. Right. You know. So starting in the schools that who have administrators and teachers who are really bought in to approaching um, behavior Mm -hmm. in this way, that has to happen first. So. I would love to grow to one or two middle schools in yes. the next year or so. Um, what would be great would be to, you know, do the the feeder schools from our current elementary schools. That would be amazing because those fifth graders yes. that I had last year, they were going to middle school and they were like, okay, so the Be Well room is going to be at Mm-mm. the school and I was just like no but you know what you can make a be well club if you want yes. <laughs> you know but that's not enough and so to be able to have you know a kindergartner go all the way through elementary mm-hmm. school with be well and then all the way through middle school and maybe even high school like that would be amazing I think um so yeah maybe that, that's a good goal for us for five years is to be to follow the kindergartners, yeah. you know, or in oh. the fifth graders, and just to give them that resource for as long as they need. Yes. Yeah. Because middle school is the wild west. I know. And think about like if I always think about this because middle school was crazy for me too, like the worst. Everyone. Yeah. The worst. But if I had this in my middle school, oh my gosh, it could have changed my entire adolescence. You know, I cannot imagine. I know. And anyway. It's possible. It's possible, it's possible to do it. Yeah. Now, every episode, we like to do what I call BGCF Fast Facts. Oh, yes. Which is where I'm going to ask you a question, <laughs> and without thinking about it too much, you're going okay. to give me the first answer that pops up. Are you ready? Okay. Ready. What are you reading right now? Um, a book about forest bathing. Forest bathing? Yes. What's that? Exactly. Ba- okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at me like I you'd love made that it, up. though. <laughs> I mean, it has nothing to do with nudity. Sure. It is just uh going into nature and being very mindful. Oh. Um yes, and being quiet and using your senses yep. and quote unquote like bathing in nature mm-hmm. too. You know, just being saturated with it. Yeah, exactly. It is my dream to go to see the redwood trees. Yes. I think that I will go there and pitch a tent and never come back. Do it. I'm, I will be a pro. You should definitely nature do that. bather. Forest bather. <laughs> what are you watching right now? 
Uh, succession. I know. I'm trying my best. I yeah. haven't even gotten there yet. Oh, no? No. You so haven't many, started? Not at all. Not the beginning? Not nothing. Okay, I will say it's very intense. I think that's why. I've... But it's such a, I know, it's not very, like, aligned with my, <laughs> like, overall Breathing. life perspective. <laughs> but it's very well made. I'm looking at it like mm-hmm. art, I think. It's very well made. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to start it. It's on the list. Mm. What are you listening to right now? A lot of things. Um, I just went to the John Mayer concert in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. So did two people from our office. (gasps) We are John Mayered out. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like I listened to a lot of him before that. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of need to take a break, even though I'm, like, super fan. Yeah. Um, But Lake Street Dive. Mm -hmm. Listen to that today. So I love them. Yeah, me too. She's pregnant. Oh, really? Yes. She's very pregnant. She's about to give birth like any minute. And I'm so excited. It's going to be a beautiful baby. Oh, yeah. What are you eating right now? Um, I eat a lot of Korean food Mm. because I'm Korean. Mm -hmm. So it's an easy thing for me to make quickly Mm. and feel like I'm eating a little bit healthier. But, yeah. Okay. Any dish specifically? So (laughs) I I don't know if this is... um, appropriate but i call it uh the poor man's korean Mm. meal Um, because it's just rice and kimchi and an egg and um like seaweed Mm. and you just my belly just grumbled i don't know if you heard that (laughs) really (laughs) that sounds so good but it's like so easy i would say like i make that one so weak because i'm just like i don't Mm. know what i want to make and um my five-year-old eats a lot of it do you make your own kimchi? No, I'm not that advanced. I'm okay. a Korean. <laughs> Where do you get yours at? Um, some Seoul Market. Okay. Or um, there's a couple of Asian grocery stores in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Um, Costco just started selling it. Oh. But um, when I looked at it, mm. I could tell that it there's no such thing as old kimchi. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. But it doesn't go bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it just gets more fermented and more sour. Yeah. And I could tell that the Costco... Uh, kimchi was like kind of old on the shelf and so you need to make like soup with that or something you know and so I like to get fresh kimchi so Costco I'm not going to say that you should buy it from there sure but um, Seoul Market is my favorite Asian market here what are you most scared of um I guess heights Mm. and more recently flying which is kind of unfortunate because I fly, like, not a lot but since kids, but we fly a couple times a year. I'm very so. superstitious when it comes to flying. Mm. I just booked a flight today. Do you have, like, rituals that you do? I have yeah. rituals. Mm-hmm. I like a certain seat. And mm-hmm. every time I get on the plane, I do a little tap. Yep. yep. Just be like, please get yep. us where we're going. Been through that. Oh, but I But then it. I, like, so I did that for a while where I took two fingers and tapped the outside of the. Yep. Okay. I don't mm-hmm. know where I picked up, like, the two fingers. I don't know. But then I forgot to do it on nope. a flight, and it was fine. So then I stopped doing it. Okay. So I'm also superstitious about that, too. I would love to tell you that I would try it. I'm but, absolutely not yeah. going to. Yeah. I, I will tell. But it's just, it was a fluke that yeah. like, I forgot to do it, and then I was like, okay. So now I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> then I'll keep my fingers crossed that maybe I forget. Yeah. One day I'm going to forget. What are you most proud of? Um, Being a mom. mm yeah, mm-hmm. it's it changes your whole life mm-hmm. and like 
it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I can't imagine. Yeah. Olive and... Jack. So cute. Oh, thanks. Oh. <laughs> Who do you look up to? I look up to every teacher I've ever known. Maybe Super not stars. everyone, but most of them. Yes. Yes. A great majority. Yes. Um, it's a really, really tough job. Mm-hmm. And teachers who are still in it for the kids now, I commend them. And, yes. and just, I can't believe that they're still doing it. Because I was in the classroom for a little bit of time, mm. and now I am not. And I'm looking at it from the other side. And what a difference. Yeah, but the thing is, is that we need good teachers. Yes. Um, we're losing them mm-hmm. because of this system that we're in. Yes. So, yeah, teachers, like, I stand behind you. Mm. Always. You need to be paid so much more than you're being paid. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what are you most looking forward to? Um... Uh, what am I most looking forward to? Oh, the summer, I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's the first real hot day today. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, totally. I don't, like, I started planting things. Oh. But I'm like, is it, they say, what do they say? Like, don't plant anything until after Derby. Right. Um, But I couldn't wait. So I'm hoping that this is, mm. there's no more frost. I'm so excited. I know. I'm excited for summer and to, like, be in a pool and, because, like, putting the kids in the pool is, like, Yes. Free entertainment. Let them float. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Why do you love our community? Well, I kind of touched on that before, didn't I? (laughs) Um, I love Lexington because it feels like a little big city. Mm. Um, Because I grew up in a very, very small town. um, Like, no traffic lights. Mm. And teeny tiny. So, so small. Um, One main road. Um. And so Lexington is is big to me, but also you know someone everywhere you go, and it makes you feel comfortable to start new things and um, connect with people because you're like, you probably know my friend. Um, And I really enjoy that about Lexington, just um, the, the support that we give each other mm-hmm. and even if you don't know someone really well if you're part of the Lexington community you feel connected to them right yeah why do you love yourself I love myself because I'm really good at laughing mm-hmm. at myself yeah. and at other things in tough situations I think um comic relief is like what works for me. Yes. And even, you know, if I'm nervous or, you know, sad, whatever I'm feeling, if it's big, I, I feel like I can find the humor somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that about myself. Last That's question. Tell us about where we can find out more about Be Well, how we can get in touch with you. Give us all of the goods. Sure. Okay. So um, our website is bewellinschool.org. Um, we have a pretty active Facebook and Instagram. If you just search Be Well in School, Be Well is one word. Um, we post a lot about the things that we're doing on there, upcoming events. Um, I My email is sarah at bewellinschool.org. Um, very easy. I have an H, the only way to spell Sarah. 
Yes. In my opinion. The right way. <laughs> in my opinion. Um, but there is there is one event that's virtual and free mm. for anyone to learn more about Be Well in School, um, especially if you are an interested educator. We have a principal's corner. We're calling it principal's corner. Um, it's basically just a virtual panel and Q&A mm. for literally anyone who wants to know more and like their um the founding principal um dr gibbs who is in nashville Mm -hmm. he will be on the panel and then my principal from mary todd michael jones is going to be on there too and they're going to answer questions and talk about what it's like to be a bul principal and how it's changed their schools Mm -hmm. and raised their test scores and lowered their behavior incidents Um, And it's free. So that's April 10th. And um, all of that information can be found on our Facebook or Instagram. Um, There's like a registration link, things like that. Yeah, but we're gearing up for the end of the year. So, um, but also preparing for next year. Yes. So, um, yeah, those are a couple of things going on. Amazing. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It was so fun. This was lovely. Yeah. I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the middle school thing really takes off. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my gosh. You'll have to come back and chit-chat when things really start moving. Two Mm -hmm. more schools, I feel like that's going to be easy for y'all. Yeah, yeah. I I am optimistic. Yes. So if you know a middle schooler. (laughs) Yes. Get on the train. Hello. And talk to your administrators and say, we want be well in school. Yes. Because we're changing lives out here. Mm. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Do Good Radio Hour, brought to you by Bluegrass Community Foundation. We'll be back next week right here on Radio Lex, or you can listen to us anytime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at BGCFKY or visit us at BGCF.org to stay up to date on all of the latest giving and do-good opportunities in our community. Until next time, I'm Courtney Turner. Do good and be well. You are listening to the Do Good Radio Hour on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 LP FM Lexington. Our theme song is Happy Tune, written and performed by Brother Smith. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily the views of Radio Lex, its board of directors, or Bluegrass Community Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own and the guests'.